Hello everyone, my name is Victoria Lewis and I am a graduating senior at Michigan State University working towards my Bachelor's of Art and Communications and this podcast is brought to you today by the College of Communication Arts and Sciences at Michigan State University. Entrepreneurial business and communication working towards my minor in entrepreneurship innovations. Today, we're going to be discussing communication and how closely related it is to business relationships and more specifically, social support and how it manifests in uplifting and maintaining a strong business. You know, working in any field of business can be hard for a CEO, an employee, um, a supervisor, whatever you, whatever position you may be in. Um, when you're working towards, you know, maintaining that good communication, the company standards and the relationship within the business in general. According to Queensland Business Government, communication, and I quote, communication is important within the business. Effective communication can help to foster a good working relationship between you and your staff. What many people do not know is that social support plays a a huge role in maintaining a relationship. You must, of course, be able to provide support to those who support you. According to the U.S. National Library of Medicine, a study done by, um, excuse me if I pronounce this wrong, Bakarich and Bamberg in 2011, social support helps with the reduction of stress and the improvement of well-being. There are so many ways to give and receive support, and, you know, they range from emotional esteem, informational network, and tangible support tangible support which is very important in any field of business because it can help the longevity of a business as well as the individual state of mind when they are working having that minor in entrepreneurship innovations came from me studying business and admiring the effect entrepreneurs have on the community with the work they do and the influence they put on society what i did not know is that it's so much harder than what it looks to actually maintain a business. In 2016, I started my own not-for-profit. It was a mentoring organization for young women in high school. You know, being a CEO can be extremely stressful when you are managing multiple personalities at one time. I was working over five other women who was also still in college and seeking education um, while also maintaining a nonprofit. I think my biggest fear was just creating that space where I did not allow them to feel like they had to choose be t- between the organization and the school. I really just wanted them to know that school is our first priority in this organization. If they feel like they had a responsibility to uphold at the school, that they should handle that first. And it, of course, would not affect the organization. Um, of course, I was a first-time CEO, event planner, coordinator, and leader. And I was juggling all these responsibilities as well as being responsible for five other women. And I can say that made the process even harder when I first started the organization. There were several times when I, um, when they had to come to me and they told me that school was becoming a barrier. And, you know, it was very hard for them to uphold their responsibilities um, for school and the organization. And it was just, like, overwhelming in general. It got to a point where three of the girls actually, like, began missing meetings and not attending our sessions at the schools and because what they told me was that they basically felt alone and they were 
school was basically suffocating them. And, you know, as the CEO of the organization, it was my job to protect the business and, you know, the women who were working for me. It, it got to a point where they also, you know, would come to me and they would basically say that it it was so much stress being put on them that they began to take a lot of their frustration out on the, on the organization. And it was affecting us as a whole and became a bad look for our business. Several of the women would tell me that they felt emotionally untied to the organization and, you know, got to a point where they also felt like they were. I knew at a point that it was my job to help them release a lot of that stress that they were holding on their shoulders, on the shoulders. Um, I knew like as the CEO of the organization that the only way that I could do that was to give them the support that they needed, that they needed. Every day I found myself just giving them the emotional and esteem support they needed and just reassuring them that they were doing a good job inside and or outside of the organization. And, you know, if they needed me or if they needed to take time off for school that they could do that and you know as I stated before nothing they they did for school would affect the organization and I cannot lie that it was definitely hard trying to provide support for five different personalities and pushing them to see their potential and their importance that they held within the organization and to each other um but you know just doing this and constantly being supportive and just showing them that they were doing what they should have been doing um, I instantly saw that it was a huge change being made with in the organization, and it was probably one of my <laughs> greatest moments <laughs> when I first started. I think that support within the business does not always mean that you are, you know, helping them to feel su- feel supported because work is not allowing them to feel that support um, that they need. It could just mean that they support can be needed for you know an employee due to outside issues and because it's occurring outside the company it's of course going to affect their work inside the business and this also relates a lot to the idea of like balancing work life which essentially just means learning to you know balance your work and life without allowing that to without allowing the two to like negatively affect the other now in this situation, you can say that the woman working for me considers school as work and the life factor is the organization, um, like a hobby for them, for example. Um, but according to a study seeking alternatives to help you balance your work life, um, they said that if you are able to seek these alternatives, that it can be beneficial of and you will see a better like the performance level within that individual will become at extreme increase and that it's better for the work that they are doing in the company <clears throat> according to a study done by um excuse me if I pronounce this wrong Beauregard and Henry in 2008 and I quote work life balance Practices can influence organizational performance, including enhanced social exchange process, increase cost savings, improve productivity, and reduce turnover. I saw this um, several times when I first started my business. Of course, there are many challenges that you will face um, that come with trying to provide social support to employees, but not just employees, you know, people have with their coworkers and bosses have, you know, with you know, their bosses and it's, it's, it's definitely huge, but the outcome can be 
10 times better like the benefit in from doing that is just it's it, it it's such a huge relief to the company and can benefit the business after I know you're probably wondering what does this have to do with business how does this relate how does supporting someone help a business there are several studies that have been done on social support and businesses, and a particular study done by Shea in 1993 examined the social support and individuals' differences and their well-being. They wanted to see the effect social support had on small business entrepreneurs and employees, and they just examined the relationships you know, between social support and personality factors of stress that came from demands within the workplace, and they found that, and I quote, Occupational stress is such a huge factor in a business and can play a huge role in work done by an employee. Social support, I feel like, is such a huge factor when examining the health of a business and its employees. Of course, not this does not only help the business, but um, it affects the environment as well. Like the culture, the environment within the business and just everything in general. According to a book written by Budiro and Excuse me if I pronounce this one wrong. Professor in nineteen ninety eight, these those entrepreneurs who can refer to a broad and diverse social network and receive much support from their network are more successful. Network support increases the probability of survival and growth of a newly founded business. That support that businesses receive make a huge difference, you know, within their company and their success rate. Which is also interesting. What is also interesting about this particular topic is, you know, the idea of a support gaps, and these occur when there's a difference between how much support is wanted and how much is received. When when you see these gaps, um, there are many factors that come with that, and a lot of these gaps occur among personal relationships. But you can also you have to you also have to be careful about this topic because these gaps can occur among the advice that you give to someone. And what I mean by this is that when you're approaching a, a topic and you're offering to give advice to someone or you're giving advice to someone, you never know how comfortable they may feel with you speaking on something that, you know, they may be going through because they may feel you never know how, what they think of how credible you are to talk about the topic and I think that um in business relationships people can take a lot of support negatively the majority um attentions and this becomes problematic they take it as if you're just trying to relate to something in which you know as I stated before they feel you cannot which then creates these support gaps and I feel like companies should be open to creating alternatives to open these doors for employees to offer you know that social support to his co-workers, for example, creating online anonymous support posts that allows employees within the company to just seek support in which they do not wish, you know, to make it known or opportunities for others to just offer that support in return. It's also sort of like having an on- online support group within the company through computer mediated, mediated technology. A book called Health Education Research done by White and Dorman in 2001 Um wrote on receiving social support um, online in the States, and I quote, these support groups have certain benefits for users who may not have been able to do or 
who may not be able to or do not have the desire to attend in face-to-face sessions. Online support groups also present challenges when compared to traditional face-to-face communication groups. Um, Communication difficulties may arise resulting from lack of visual and um, rural cues found in traditional face-to-face communication. This not only closes communication barriers within the business relationship, but this can also close those support gaps. To build, you know, that healthier success rate found within a company among those relationships inside, it's also key to um, have these alternative foundational foundational aspects that benefit the company and the employees, you know, seek within the company. I think you should also, like, as a company, seek out to find different ventures that people are comfortable with and also seek to find those solutions to build a stronger support group within your company. The relationships and the health of a business starts, of course, within within the employees as it seeks to create a strong foundation, increase your profit, and create a sense of security for your employees. You know, I think just researching different ways to uplift your company is a first step and it's also the first step to closing those support gaps and can help those within your company learn how to properly communicate with one another and feel comfortable with working within the company. And it, it just overall just helps you build those effective communication skills and learn how to probably support and take on any, you know, barriers that may cause uh, any problems within the business or just allow each other to feel comfortable within seeking any support that um, they feel like they need within the business, but they don't know who to go to. Well, that is all for today. Thank you all for listening and tune in to next week when we talk about advice, communication, and of course, our favorite topic, business.